0: This is Jim. Welcome to Not a Moped Podcast, and welcome everybody to Not a Moped Podcast. We're doing a moped event preview. Yeah, um, I am. I talked about it a little bit earlier this week with um Alex from Detroit Moped Works, and I'm going to be going out to Building Gather this year. I help facilitate um some of the events during the online one the only one i ever went to and now i actually get to go and be a part of and i thought it, you know we got a few weeks away before it happens and it seems like there's a I, people i'm talking to there's gonna be a decent turnout but maybe you know for some of us who've never been i figured we'd kind of get it from the man himself uh the host chad uh kind of the events going on during the time uh we have December 8th through the 12th. Um, So Chad, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody how you're doing.
1: Okay. I'm I'm Chad Burke and I've got the shop quarter kick in Kalamazoo. Um, I've been hosting the um, build and gather event since 2010. Um, I originally uh, started the event just because I, I had space, I had tools and I had know-how And so I figured that was an opportunity for people that don't have one of the three of those or any of the three of those to potentially come to my shop, get to use my tools and learn how to do some stuff on mopeds. The first event uh, in 2010 was like maybe 35 people, but we had people fly up from Austin, Texas, and it was it was really cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And uh and from there it's only grown so like when i first threw my event i didn't really have the um the type of uh facility that i I've, I've built up over the past 7 or so years mm-hmm. um and so i didn't have sandblasting i didn't have powder coating um i didn't have welding so each one of those things has uh, kind of slowly been integrated into the event as i've uh either built the the um, oven or sandblasting cabinets or purchased welders and so basically the event is an opportunity for people to show up and either hang out with friends that they Mm -hmm. wouldn't get to normally see during the winter which is a great thing to be able to do
0: exactly
1: Um, or there's some people that come one year and learn how to do a certain thing. Like let's say they learn how to powder coat. Mm-hmm. And then the next year they come and they help teach someone how to powder coat. Yeah. So that's kind of the the essence of, of build and gather. So you, you you show up. You can hang out. Or you can actually help others learn. Or you can learn yourself. So mm-hmm. there's, there's going to be um, in the main warehouse space. There'll be several benches and tables set up for people to split engines and, you know, grind cases and, and do whatever type of rebuilding they need. Um, we just recently moved to a, a new space after being in my old rental space for 14 years. Yeah. So this this space isn't quite 100 percent. So mm-hmm. I'm still getting um, stuff together. Um I still haven't gotten the sandblasting connected yet. I haven't gotten the powder coating oven wired up yet, but those are things that I should be able to get done. At at the bare minimum, the powder coating oven and the spray booths will be up and running by the event. Um, I'll have pretty much everything in place to start the sandblasting. I just might have to smack some pipes together and that. Yeah, yeah. there are some options for the sandblasting if I don't get it up and running. There's a place called Consolidated Stripping that's about 25 miles from the shop, mm-hmm. and they offer um, booth rentals, and they're a professional sandblasting place, so their stuff awesome. really strips well. Um,
0: and plus, and logo, I mean, I know you say, I'm not meaning to interrupt you, Chad, but I know no, what you're no. saying like you know, it's not all set up. And like everybody, I think a lot of people in the community know some of your health issues and stuff like that. And like me personally, I'm going there to like absorb some knowledge, get a little knowledge and kind of hang out and help set up. Like I was, yeah. I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I was kind of jokingly say for me, this is going to be like help Chad put his shop together weekend. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: And there's, there's been several people that have um interjected with that same thought process and that. So Um, luckily, uh, just down the way from us is the Keizu maker space. So Mm -hmm. they've got, you know, woodworking and laser cutters and 3d printers. And, and there's an artist that, um, rents space there that has a large studio and he does, um, everything from drawing to painting to, um, sculpture and that well and he let us just this week borrow his forklift. So okay. that's going to be great for this the next couple of weeks as far as getting stuff off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend, uh, a handful of the zeros from Toledo, yep, um, one of the Motor City Riot guys um, from Detroit area, and then a couple of the um, Chimp Bastards from um, Grand Rapids yep. all came over and uh, helped get a lot of the bikes put on some of the pallet racking I've got mm-hmm. and assemble some of the new pallet racking I've gotten. So that's really helped get us on our way. Um, since the last time I threw one of these events, I actually have uh, gotten a couple of pinball machines. So there'll, there'll be some, some stuff for people to entertain themselves aside from the moped stuff.
0: Heck yeah. Um, I, I feel like instead of people uh, playing dice, people are going to be playing pinball, like betting on that this weekend. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, uh, this, this, uh, so this building is about 6,000 square feet, but then there's like a, a small basement and then there's also like, uh, upstairs area. So like all together, it's probably around 6,700 square
0: feet of yeah, usable so space. That's a pretty big sandbox to play in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's about a thousand square feet larger than, um, my former space, but much better laid out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so like there's some really good, um, lounge hangout areas. Uh, the old shop only had a a hanging furnace in it Mm -hmm. and if someone accidentally, uh, smoked out the shop because they didn't pay attention to how they should have been cleaning their frame, like Mm -hmm. they put put, like engine degreaser on it and put it in the oven and then it smoked the face out yeah I had to open the garage door and let all of the heat from the mm-hmm. whole shop out in this new space um the upstairs um and there's a downstairs like studio area that's all on one furnace mm-hmm. then there's there's a repair area room that has its own furnace. And then by the time the event rolls around, I should have the hanging furnace um installed up in the warehouse area. So there's gonna and it's all a lot more compartmentalized. Yeah, so yeah. It, it sounds
0: it, like you're gonna have more independent heating. So like,
1: yeah, it, you um, you'll
0: probably see less coats at this one, is what I'm guessing. Cause I noticed that a lot in years past, and not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that. I mean, we're we're in the upper Midwest at, in the winter time. I'm crazy. I run around in a t shirt all the time, but like. Yeah. Get some of the people from the like Tennessee or Texas up here. They're going to be cold no matter where they're at.
1: Yeah. And, and I, about probably like eight years ago, I started setting up a a 10 by 10 canopy outside of the shop mm-hmm. with a, a propane heater for the smokers because there's certain people that just can't be around the smoke. So yep. that way it gives them a warm space to, to hang out in and, uh, kind of makes it to where everyone's comfortable if they're if you're if if you've got, you know, asthma or something, yeah. then you can hang out and not worry about an attack. If you're wanting to have a smoke, you're not sitting out in like two feet of snow, shivering and that. So
0: So let's hit pause there for a second. What you're kindly asking people to do is not smoke in the shop, is what Correct. I'm hearing. Okay. Yep. Yep. And that's
1: and that's something it, that's been at the majority of the the building gatherers so it's Mm -hmm. it's not it's not taboo or anything that's really new but for the people that haven't been here before um there will there will be a separate area first for smoking and that's just to try and uh be respectful of everyone and that and off honestly a lot of times that little uh 10 by 10 canopy room because it's got sides and everything too Mm -hmm. um Sometimes it's warmer than inside the shop. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely get enough bodies in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, in that,
1: in that propane heater.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't no doubt, and especially you know Midwest, you could have twenty degrees and two feet of snow one day, and you could have sixty degrees and sunny the next. Exactly. I mean,
1: there's been we, building gathers where people have ridden. Yeah, you know, because it's actually been that warm. So yeah, yeah,
0: um, so. For the timeline everybody know i still love my timelines people so like what are you kind of thinking i know you say the 8th through the 12th but like what's the itinerary for you on the 8th is it just kind of meet and greet watch people show well, up or what's 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 the 8th uh scheduling
1: so i used to i used to study on a wednesday but i just didn't see that much um people show up and part of the reason why i've got that overlap outside of the weekend is because I realized that there are people that have jobs that work during the weekend and can't come during that time. So by opening the event up like a couple days before Saturday, Sunday, and like a day after, Mm -hmm. that makes it where the people that might not otherwise be able to attend or participate can still get in there and do some stuff.
0: That's a rad option. Like I never really, I've been nine to five for 20 some years yeah i've never done service industry type gigs so but yeah that's fucking that's rad um so yeah yeah
1: yeah it's trying to i try and make it as inclusive as as possible just like it usually it usually falls approximately two weeks after thanksgiving two weeks before christmas Mm -hmm. and part of that is to accommodate the the people that might be in college because they might have exams and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then for the people that have families out of town that might be doing stuff for Thanksgiving or Christmas, it's that like little middle dwell pe- time period where it it gives them a better opportunity to possibly pop in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so is eighth? Well, what, what would you what's uh... eighth? Is eight, yeah. the eighth? Is, uh, show up.
1: And if you've got a specific thing you're looking to accomplish during the event, you tell me, and I do my best to put you in the right place to start mm-hmm. in on that. So. Like, right on. So if you come in and you're like, "I've got everything that I want powder coat sandblasted, where am I going? I'll take you over to the area where you can clean your parts and start powder coating them and get going on that. If you tell me you're trying to rebuild an engine, I'll bring you over to where that is and show you where the tools are.
0: Now, let me ask you this. How Say people want to show up in powder coat, 45 things. What are they doing for powder? Are they expected to buy their own, bring their own? How How does that usually go?
1: Yeah, so with the powder coating now, I have lots of powders that have been donated over the years. Mm-hmm. However, you are at the discretion of some other color palette that might not be your ideal dream bike (laughs) so so there are there are colors available for people if they want to power coat with what i've got here Mm -hmm. but in in general most people will either go to powder by the pound or eastwood or prismatic is one of my favorites and they'll order their power before the event usually a pound of powder is enough to do a frame in general, depending on how much surface area you have. So like if you have a grande with a subframe in that, you might need more, or you might be breaking it up into different colors. But Mm -hmm. in general, just for a a baseline for people that have never powder coated before and don't know how much to get, usually you're good with getting a pound. um, uh, And and then always make sure if you're doing a, a translucent that you need to get the correct base coat that you put the translucent over Mm -hmm. if you're doing a metallic make sure you kind of follow the guidelines for what you might put under it and if you're doing uh like a a illusion color those require a clear coat to activate the color so make sure you get the clear coat so you know you want to you want to read when you're ordering the powder and see that magical color that you want you want to make sure that you read what it takes to get that effect
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've painted a lot with electrostatic guns, so like, yeah, I can be more. I'm more. I'm more than willing to help a lot of people with a lot of stuff that weekend. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. You got that set up? Friday, like, are you like what's? do you take like time off work or like, are you going to be there on Friday? Like how, like what's your presence at the shop on like a Friday if you had Burks built or okay, built so together.
1: Usually, um, usually for, throughout the event, um, like once it's full, full going. So Friday, I took Friday and Monday off of work. Okay. and So Monday, a lot of times everyone's gone in that, but it's either a cleanup day or if there's still people here, I help them. But no, Friday I'm usually here at like seven in the morning. And I'm usually here until like a lot of times midnight or one yeah. or that. So I'm usually available for like sixteen, seventeen hours a day <laughs> and that. Um and and I'll leave, sleep a couple hours, come back. And I try to do my best to accommodate people. Um if they're they're trying to stay here and that um, uh, in previous years I've had uh, people that have brought campers and stuff and plugged in. Um, if they do that, I prefer if they, they do a donation for the, the power, you know, yep. just that. But um, there's also a lot of space in the shop that can be utilized for, for sleeping. I've, I've got the upstairs. Um, there's a service hallway behind the upstairs room. Okay. That Because the furnace is in it, it actually, it stays about 60 degrees okay. and it's insulated in that. So um, that it has a couple of shelves in there, but it's about, I don't know, six, eight feet wide and probably 30 feet long. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so that'd be an option if people wanted to like throw sleeping bags or that down there. I know some people have gotten Airbnbs. Um, I think
0: some of us are staying at a hotel. Like I talked to Mars, like I'm going to go, yeah. I'm not, I'm going to be in the same hotel they're at. So like, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a
1: lot of hotels here in town and a lot near here. Um, some people have reached out to me and I, I you know, if, if people reach out, I can try and make space at my home and that mm. people need to take showers during the event. Um, they can they can use my showers
0: account. are not accepted at a moped event. People, come on now, like well, I mean, this
1: is an extended event.
0: So. But you know what? This isn't a rally either, so I think showers are acceptable. Yeah,
1: in the long run, um, I will be installing at the new shop a shower, mm-hmm. but I I I won't have that up and yeah, running.
0: Yeah, that nobody expects that. Um, yeah. so Friday, just kind of registration, show up, start working on bikes. Um, yep. now I'll ask the hundred dollar question. Are you, is there going to be like any food being grilled out, supplied, anything like that going on? Like, and I'm just coming into this blind everybody. So like, yeah. and I, and for me personally, I'm just throwing the question out, like, i actually like to eat at local places anyway so i'll be stepping out a lot to go like breakfast joints i want good corned beef hash chad so you gotta point me in the right direction for that
1: um i can point you in some killer uh uh corned beef hash uh place but um so in the mornings uh we'll probably bring some donuts and some coffee Mm -hmm. in um throughout the event i've got uh popcorn machine both upstairs and downstairs Mm -hmm. i also have a a coffee pot that will have coffee going during the event um there's a old 60s coca-cola machine that has Mm -hmm. beer in it and it accepts dollar bills um we'll probably have some coca-cola in it as well for people that don't drink um so there'll be like snacks um and and like beverages um there's sometimes there's people that come and um, grill food and mm-hmm. that like that donate, like Joe Kalanga from Grand Rapids oftentimes will like grill egg rolls during the event.
0: Nice.
1: Um, I don't know if he'll be doing that this year. Cause he just a couple weeks ago had a heart attack and he's actually wearing the same vest that I am.
0: Oh, well, so, I'm glad he's alive. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So he's, he's, He's in recovery, but I don't think he's. I'm not banking on him to be standing outside with a grill making yeah. us all spring rolls. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> um, I don't so blame him.
1: I don't know on that, but we do have a a grill that we could we could make stuff on um, mm-hmm. if, if if people wanted to. Um, and there's I'm sure with the cast of characters
0: shop. that I know that are coming, there will be a few grill masters in the vicinity. Yeah, so
1: yeah. And
0: then within
1: the within a short distance of the shop, there's like a like real divey, like homegrown uh Irish pub that mm-hmm. has like lots of fried food nice. and cheap drinks. Nice. Um, a couple of Mexican joints that have really good food. Um, There's just a block or two away from the shop. There's like a Chinese place and there's a fish express place.
0: Nice. Um, So definitely you got your food options around Kalamazoo.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. We've got really good food in Kalamazoo. We've got lots of diversity. We've got Egyptian Uh and Mexican and, Middle Eastern and Turkish and all sorts of stuff. So we've got a lot of good food in Kalamazoo.
0: Awesome, awesome. So Friday, that's kind of going on. Uh, Saturday, what's the plan for that, Uh, the 10th? So so
1: unlike a rally, the days kind of blur into each other to some (laughs) degree because a lot of it is – you're doing the same things or you're progressing in the thing that you're doing.
0: Yep. Okay. And
1: that, and so like um, the people that are building will probably show up and start building. And if everything goes well at the end, they're going to have a fully completely built something. Yeah. yeah. You know, be it a, be it a power coated frame or an engine that was scrap and now it's completely rolling smooth or mm-hmm. that. And then there's the, the people this year that'll probably be helping with like organizing or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a little less like a rally as far as like having the daily itinerary okay. and it's like a rinse and repeat. on yeah, the day. Yeah. And then um, usually uh, Saturday night is going to be the night that like we do like the raffle. So we'll do mm-hmm. the, We'll do gift certificates and parts and um and then you know at the end we'll have the 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 raffle bike which yep, this yep. year is a, a Peugeot Fox Deluxe. Nice. Um, and uh it's got a brand new Parma kit 50cc kit on it. And yeah. I've got all the all the wiring and um lights and stuff working. I I'm waiting on the I I it didn't have spark when I got it. Mm-hmm. And I tested everything, like every coil, the pickup, the CDI box, the high tension coil. Everything was testing good. Finally, I disconnected the ignition switch mm-hmm. and started testing that. And I jumpered it and I, I got things working. So the ignition switch is bad. Okay. Which is odd because um Blake from Dose Cycles before sending it up here like it was the ignition switch was working so wow Eh. somehow it just went out so i've got a new one coming i just don't know if it's going to arrive in time because it's coming from germany oh wow Um, okay and i just found out today that they had they'd been sitting on it like i ordered it like a week ago Mm -hmm. but i ordered it and they had like an air filter so i ordered that and the air filter (laughs) but they never shipped the order because evidently that air filter is discontinued and they didn't reach out to me to let me know. So I just, this morning at like 7.00 AM, uh, got a response because I was like, Hey, what's my tracking number? Yeah. And they, and they, they told me, Oh, Oh yeah. About that. The air filters discontinued. Do you want us to like just ship the ignition switch or cancel the whole order? And I'm like, please,
0: please ship the, yeah. Just give me the damn switch. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, if if that doesn't come in time, whoever wins it, I'll just mail it to them. Yeah. Um, I got the like old school digital clock on the dash of this thing we're Okay, working. Nice. So it's the deluxe model. So it's got it's got electric start, it's got turn signals, it's got horn, it's got a battery, it's got fuel uh or oil injection, it's got a low fuel light, a low oil light. Um, and then, uh, it's got a high and a low beam So it's, awesome. it's pretty nice. And it's got a kickstart as well. In addition to the electric start.
0: Well, that's always a good backup to have that kickstart going. Yep. Um, so you got, you got the raffle bike, got raffle going to have all, probably all the usual sus- suspects donated to that. Um, yep. and it's just like, and I imagine like, I imagine there's a price pretty steep drop off, uh, Sunday, from Saturday. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Saturday night and Sunday night, people start to taper off, yeah. and that and head back, and that, and it it, it will depend too on the weather. Yep. Um, uh, we've had people in the past that they showed up here and there wasn't a lick of snow at all. It was mm-hmm. like perfectly like gorgeous and dry roads, yep. and then we got slammed with snow. Like um, uh, Jesse and Crystal from the Magnetos in Houston. Mm-hmm. the first year they came to a building gather like the roads were gorgeous and that when they left they had never driven in snow before and oh, it Lord. got slammed with snow so they got to drive in their first ever snow during that
0: <laughs> i wish i could be a fly on the wall in that vehicle jesse just sitting there like only like 12 and 2 up on that wheel just screaming his oh, I mean,
1: they, by the time they were done with the weekend they 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 had it down yeah so
0: Jesse Ellen, that Chad Burke he tricked me with this powder coating to get up to Michigan.
1: So, so yeah, um some sometimes people stay around. I've had people show up on Sunday yeah. for the first day of their their of like getting into the event.
2: Mm-hmm. It really
1: it really varies. Um but but all in all it's about you know trying to have one space where people can share ideas share knowledge and just share experience with each other so i also have a big uh, map of the united states that if you're coming here you you can put a pin from where Mm -hmm. you're at and that which the midwest is riddled with pins i almost think there's there's not everyone that comes from Chicago or Detroit <laughs> or Grand Rapids needs to put a new pin in, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um,
0: but yeah, there's no more map in, there, guys. Yeah, yeah, we get it. There's people, yep. yeah.
1: But if uh, if you're coming in and you're from a place and there's not a pin in it, like definitely grab a pin and, and mark it. Have um, you had
0: anybody from Minnesota show up to this yet?
1: I feel like I have a couple. I just years wondering, ago. It's not. It's not that yeah. big a deal. I just wonder, like, because I saw the map
0: do... online on Facebook. You you posted well, it. And I was trying to look to see if anybody was. It's actually going. Yeah, out. and
1: so the map I didn't start doing until just about like I want to say two thousand seventeen eighteen. So it's okay. newer. Yeah, and of course, so there are there are people that have been here from other places that there's not a pin in it. Um. So that's, that's, that's something also, um, on when you come to register, um, if everything clicks in together and, and this is a plug for people to register for the event, because mm-hmm. we're going to be getting the shirt order in here shortly. And if you're, if you don't have your registration, shit, in, I got to do that.
0: I'm sorry, Chad. <laughs> <Jed. laughs> yeah, I'm really, I think I put interested in. on the, the Facebook event, but then I'm like, Son of a bitch, I didn't – okay, Chad, yeah. I promise you when I get done with this and get this edited, I'm going to um, register.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. So the registration is both pinned – the registration page is pinned to the Facebook event, and okay. then it also should be um, linked on Moped Army. So, okay. Uh, so for the people that don't do Facebook – they yeah. can go to that and see the event and get to the registration. But um, shortly after Thanksgiving, we're gonna close. Um, well, we're not gonna close close registration, but it's if you don't register by then, we can't guarantee that you'll get the size that you you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but when you come in and uh, you're you're coming into the event like Thursday or Friday or Saturday or whenever you get here. That's mm-hmm. when you'll get your shirt and you'll get one ticket for the raffle. You can buy tickets uh, both online um, on the registration site as well as you can buy them in person. And we've got a pretty good ticket tumbler. And then uh, every year um, for the past like, I don't know, nine years probably, okay. uh, we have like some sort of board or that that has a logo for that event Mm -hmm. for like, for like build and gather 12 or that where people can sign their name. Okay. So I've got, I've got several from previous previous years that I'll probably have hung up in that. But um, in addition to like the pins and stuff like that, you can also sign that you were here for that event that year. Awesome. Which is yeah, kind of yeah. fun because there's, I think it goes all the way back to the first time I did the signing stuff was in 2012 because I couldn't afford shirts. Yeah. So so Angel drew up a, a gorilla riding a mini bike bicycle <laughs> that I've got in the shop and people signed it on a sheet that I tore up from my house.
0: Awesome. So, no, that's right. so yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry for yawning, Chad. I just got off work here a little bit ago and I'm freaking okay. I'm doing shop work myself. So like, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um no, that's exciting. I'm excited to do this because like I told everybody, um, this is like the last moped event of the year for me. So like Yeah, it just... is
1: it's the last event for a lot of people as far as the, the calendar goes. Yeah. And that. And and you know, it's one of those events that um it's kind of you get out of it what you put into it mm-hmm. it's, it can be different for every single person <laughs> at the end of it's it's similar to a rally in respects to at the end of the weekend you're going to see pictures and you're going to be like when the hell did that happen yeah i don't remember that but you just weren't in that little circle at that time yeah but um but definitely we're looking forward to uh to host in people in this new space and this new building, cause it's going to allow us a lot more um, freedoms than the mm. old, space. the old space. We always had to like tiptoe around the other renters and stuff like that. Or we might've been being too loud and they told us to quiet down. This is our own building. That's not attached to anything else. Okay. And I'll, I'll, before the event starts, I'll, uh, I'll post some, um, probably some like satellite shots of the shop. And where um, people can start in on parking and that. And then we'll just kind of address it as we go. As far as if we start to fill up the spaces that I've got pre slotted, we can do some other spaces. But we have a fair amount of of land here that we bought too. So we've got lots of space for cars if need be.
0: Yeah, I saw, I've seen, I've seen just seen the same photos everybody else, you know, on Facebook. It looks like you got a good chunk of land there. So, like, Not not too stressed about any of that, and like whoever people know where I'm staying at the deal, and like everybody knows, they'll probably be piling into my car when they want to get back to the hotel. Yep, Um yep. But no, dude, I'm excited. Um, I might bring a bike to. I might bring my Baker's bike actually to powder coat. Oh, cool. Um, but it it all depends if I actually get it stripped down. Um, and You'd I'd be careful about
1: putting it in your car.
0: I'll throw it in the I'll throw it in the trunk because I'm actually bringing uh I'm actually bringing a bike to the event that somebody bought in Minnesota. Okay. About three months ago, I'm just a courier is all I am. And I, was, I don't. Mind.
1: I was mostly I I was mostly razzing you about putting your bike in the car.
0: Well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. But I got to add some stuff on, and it's like. I don't know. Will you be think... doing bakers this year, this premium yeah, year? Colby and awesome. I have are we're already at each other's throats. Like we, we're it's the brother I never had and he okay. feels the same way. Like he's excited for it. I'm excited for it. Like we're awesome. already kinda we're already kind of planning planning some stuff out just to make um, just the trip easier on both of us, like just yep. organizing yep. and all that, like we're both blind going in. So like, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Every time you do bakers, you see something new that you could do different, or, yeah. you know, you realize that you might've overplanned in certain areas and underplanned in others. I so. think for
0: us, it was a lot of underplanning overall, but like it was still, you know you do it all the time sure. now like it's still such a great experience like
1: oh yeah it's phenomenal i mean this this coming year um barring anything keeping me from it it will be my 6th year doing it um and that so i'm really i'm i'm i have no uh, plans to to stop doing yeah. it um, and i'm so grateful hope. for
0: patrick's uh little video synopsis every day like yeah. those are like I was telling Mailen like between me and Cowboy attempting to do a re- recap every day and especially Patrick's um digital Reel. con- reels yeah. every day like it was so awesomely covered this past year.
1: Yeah, he he's done a phenomenal job with the reels and mm-hmm. um back as far as the uh, build and gather goes. Um, any if if anyone has like a Zoom account that wants to, to try and host some virtual stuff, um, I probably won't be able to coordinate that like I did in 2020, which was the first time that we did virtual. Mm-hmm. And there are people that participate in that one that would like to um, have some sort of level of participation in this, like Rebel Moby. There's a couple yeah. people from Europe that, that enjoyed that. So, um, like, I was going to talk to, like, the Zero Sum and you and yeah. that. So if there's people that are interested in doing some, like, live, live, you know, casting yep. um, and that we can throw links up on the event page and that and uh, possibly on the, I don't know, Moped Army is more cumbersome because there's not, like, an easy way to do it real time. Yeah, Um, But um, try and get some links up in that to help people that want to see what's going on and participate and can't be here physically. Um, That's a request I've had is that they really, the virtual one that we did in 2020 with COVID um, sparked a lot of interest from people that just don't have, it's not feasible for them to Mm -hmm. make it here. So now I'm trying to figure out more ways to, in the future incorporate the people that can't be here into the event.
0: Yeah. And I'll talk to you off after this. Like I got a few ideas to help out with that, but like personally me, and just like you, like, it's like trying to do a podcast at a rally. Like I'm too busy running around doing stuff like that's That's kind of where I'm at. I'm trying to be accommodating for everybody, but also like have some enjoyment too with it. Well, Uh, yeah.
1: And that's, that's kind of why I'm reaching out that that to people that might be interested in that as part of their contribution. Yep. And it doesn't have to be all one person, so yeah. it can kind of get handed off and that. And I think that'll also lend itself to a different perspective with different people doing different things and handing off that type of task.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, that's a great idea. Um, but no, it sounds like sounds like things are gonna getting back to normal. Almost like yeah. so,
1: I, I feel as though they are, um, yeah, you know, in, in the respective pandemic world,
0: exactly, exactly. So, um, but no, it'll be, it'll be, uh, I'll probably be getting there sometime late Friday. It all depends how I do my work schedule, but like, I'll definitely yeah. be there Friday, Saturday, and go home, go back to Minnesota Sunday. So it'll be great to see all of you in uh, Kalamazoo, see you and Patrick again. Yeah, um, you know, it's, how yeah. long is the drive for you? I think it's nine hours, which isn't terrible. Like that's I, you know, I, I don't, I don't mind driving. Like that's that yeah. was a nice thing about like back to Baker's Colby and I. Like neither one, we just shotgunning the whole way mm-hmm. home, and like we got home in a day. But like you know, driving is what it is. Like sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's North Dakota. It's you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no. Like for us, driving back from Baker's this year from Portland to. Kalamazoo, it was three days of like 12-ish hour days of driving yeah. and that. So, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: This no, you guys, I, you guys did because... smart. Like, Colby and I drove like eight hours to his mom's place in Oregon. Oh, at okay. Spent the night, got up, saw some of his family members, and left. Uh, it wasn't, I forget where exactly he, his family is at. There, It's not where they're originally from, but they're all at a town in Oregon. And thirty hours later we were back in Minnesota. Like we just yeah. I refuse I refused to stop basically is what happened.
1: Well, I talked about doing like two long days and I got vetoed. So <laughs> um, but it was it was nice because uh like on the way back, uh we ended up getting like there wasn't a lot of places to rent a room or that. Mm-hmm. and we found this place called mountain view um was it wyoming or i think it was in wyoming southern wyoming okay but um we got like this little cabin for the night
0: oh and, yeah i remember seeing something you guys posting about that yeah, was, that was had, awesome like,
1: awesome uh fireworks display and mm-hmm. it was just like really chill and nice yeah. and relaxing
0: Kobe and I actually drove by uh, Arco again and pickles was closed because we were really <laughs> curious if they had fried pickles back. Like that was the, that was a great mystery to us, but you know, we'll never know. Uh, yeah. But no, dude, this can be a great weekend. Uh, we'll chit chat a little bit after, but uh, okay. Chad, thanks for coming on second chance uh, moped podcast. Hey, no problem, we'll see you in a week me. or so. And don't forget, Chad, mopeds are dumb. <laughs> Talk to you. Bye. <laughs>